0: you plan for a successful retirement, and what's right for you and your family. This is The Aging Hour with Bill Davis and elder law attorney Phil George of Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. KGMI and the Cascade Radio Group receive financial compensation to present this program in its entirety. The opinions expressed by the hosts and guests are not necessarily those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group.
1: Yeah, that's that uh, big voice disclaimer guy that you hear at the start of every show, The Aging Hour. Um, yep, brought to you by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. I'm Bill Davis along with uh, Elder Law Attorney Phil George. You know, one of these days, uh, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, I had a birthday a couple of weeks back and yeah. I turned the big 7 One of these days I'm going to have a voice like that guy. Wouldn't that be nice? You know, that, yeah. uh, that, you know and, and then I can tell people that, you know, this program has been, Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For those that don't know, that's a little disclaimer. Sure. Uh, all stations have to yeah. run. Uh, uh, we, we run it during our talk shows. Yeah. We run it, and it just it just basically, you know, uh, it's a disclaimer that yeah. says that for some reason staff and management don't want to have yeah. the same uh, same viewpoints that yeah. we do. Although I just don't get it. Uh-huh. I don't get it. They should. You know You know what blows me away? Uh, Luke Skywalker is now a big voice guy. Oh yeah. He yeah. plays Mark uh, Hamill. the Joker. Yeah. He played the Joker on a lot of the Batman animated series. Yeah. And he is huge. Yeah. He in, does all the he does a lot of the
2: the the movie trailers that you see on the right. get ready for your seat and that kind of stuff.
1: You know, uh Don, I believe his name we're, but actually <laughs> the producer's looking over there. Are you guys gonna get into the aging hour? I said, Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just a second. We'll get there, we'll get there. But uh Don Lafontaine mm-hmm. he was the movie voice guy oh. for years and years and years years yeah. he was the guy that when you would sit and watch the trailers do you remember how they would start off it would be a guy saying in a world that <laughs> yeah. was don yeah, lafontaine yeah. Oh, man. Uh, and he made jillions of dollars yeah. just doing voice uh, voice work for uh, movie trailers interesting i would love to be able to get into that gig because Absolutely. if i did i wouldn't have to be in radio right? every day But then I wouldn't be able to see you. I know, I'd still And that wouldn't work out for me uh, at all. Uh, If you have a suggestion uh, for a topic, and uh, uh, hey, uh, if you want to talk a little bit about some uh, constructive criticism, you got a question uh, for any of us, we'd... uh, Certainly love to hear from you. You can call uh, Phil's office, uh, 360-746-7169. You can always send Phil an email at uh, radio at safeharborlegal.com. So um, what would you like to talk about today? we
2: got some good ones today. So the first question we've got is about when to take Social Security. Mm -hmm. The second question we have is about um, what can you do if – probate is taking too long. And so it's kind of a long email question from the client, but I Mm -hmm. think that you guys are going to like it. And then the final one is uh, how this person can help their dad pay for long-term care. Again, kind of another longer question, but yeah, I think it kind of helps us dive into some of these topics a little bit more. And then finally, you know it's my favorite segment? Yeah. The
1: wrap-up. We talk about stuff we've already talked about.
2: And then we talk about it a little bit more. They're yeah. jewels, Bill. Jewels. Okay. Mm.
1: Jewels uh, from my good friend, uh, Phil George, Elder Law Attorney, Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Okay, so uh, first email question up. Mm-hmm. Uh, my husband and I, Both turned 62 this year. Boy, I saw 62 in the rearview mirror a long time ago. Uh, We've had some people tell us we ought to start taking our uh, Social Security as soon as possible. We've also had other people tell us we ought to wait till we turn 70. They want to know when should they take uh, Social Security, Mm -hmm. and you're going to tell me... Well, uh, you're going to say depends. It does. It does. Uh, 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 For example, uh, and I think we have time. Let me give you my let me give you my my uh, my take on this. Mm -hmm. Uh, I took it at sixty six. Does that sound right? Sixty six. Okay. Because I know that uh, Lisa is in a situation where I think she has to be sixty seven or so. Anyway, you know the different generation thing. Well, I looked at. For I wasn't going to take it at 62 just because you don't get it as was much money. Yeah. And it was just too early. I was yeah. working. And plus, there was something about uh, I was getting – I would be penalized mm-hmm. for the money that I make outside of social – Exactly. I decided 66 would be okay. I could have made more when I was 70. And right. by the way, if I'm stepping on your own toes, no, let no, me know. No, 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 no. Uh, But I looked at the money I was going to be leaving on the table mm-hmm. for – was it like four years? You know, uh, between the 65 or 66 to 70 or whatever. Yeah. And that I would, in order to balance that out and and uh, make that up, mm-hmm. I would have to live uh, till I was maybe eighty three or eighty four, maybe eighty five, and I possibly might do that, but then I might not. Right. And I was thinking I'm going to be leaving that money on the table. Mm-hmm. So it, it. So I was Smart. right in the sure middle. Bet huh it's more of a sure bet to yeah take. i yeah. I didn't do it at seventy sure. Well, obviously, I just turned seventy. I didn't yeah. do it at sixty two I did yeah. the one right in the middle. Yeah. that worked for us because, yeah. like you say, it depends, yeah. so yeah. when should they start taking it?
2: Well, I think that you know you you raise a good point, it does depend it's it's every person's situation is different, and to be quite honest with you, bill, I think that you're in Lisa's situation. I don't think that it would have really mattered when you took it, right, because it's not something that you are. It's not like you know you're you're eating cat food if you're not on it. No, right? it's uh yeah.
1: it's basically, uh, well, how do I say, it? it's vacation money, and we put it away for Absolutely. for retirement exactly, and right. and
2: that's you know ideally that's what you're going to be using Social Security for. Okay. but you know this is probably the question that I get the most often, and there there's a lot a lot of information out there. Why don't, why don't we talk
1: about the, the g- overall general rules sure. of Social Security? Um, so basically uh, you can start at sixty two.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, now. You'd get less, obviously, and you mentioned this, than you would if you waited to full retirement age. And that less is about 30% less. Right. So if you start at, six, at 62, you're going to get about 30% less. Now, if you go to full retirement age, and for those of us that are born after 1916, uh, full retirement age is 67 now. Right. Um, so you wait till then you get your full full payment. Or you can wait until you're 70. And you're going to get about thirty percent more than you would if you would have waited, or, or if you would have started taking at sixty-seven. Yeah,
1: and that sounds like it makes sense. If you're going to, sure. make, if you're going to make more, if you can yep. make so much more, uh, if you wait till you're sixty-seven or seventy, yep. uh, then I mean, why, what would the circumstances be that sure. somebody would want to do it at sixty-two? Yeah, exactly right. So you,
2: you know, it's it's one of those situations like you were talking about. You know, a lot of people they don't want to leave money on the table. Yeah. But the standard thinking used to be that folks should take their benefits if it's early right then they just did like my folks you know say she do woohoo let's take this it's coming in early okay and if you don't live until age 78 right because what they figure is that if you take it early um then or if you take it on time then the the makeup period the break-even point is you have to live uh, till 78 Right. So they figure that if you didn't live until 78, then, you know, you came out ahead. And, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't that long ago where, you know, people live until 78 was, uh, you know, kind of an unusual thing. So right. yeah. a lot of people used to take this early. And, you know, for some people it's about investing. So they have more money to invest early and they think that they can do better than the the raises that you get through Social Security. Um, sometimes folks just need a boost of their income earlier. And I think that's the bigger reason why a lot of people take it at 62 is they just want to make sure that, you know, you um, they're either having trouble making ends meet, or mm-hmm. it's the only way that they can even think about getting into retirement, and so they just want to take it early. And so you see that a lot.
1: Well, let's talk about the metrics of uh, being seventy. Yeah, let's so, say you wait till seventy. Why would you want to do that?
2: Yep. So the, obviously, you get more money, right? Yep. Uh, if you wait till seventy with the extra money, you don't break even, and the ac- calculations are actually right around eighty mm-hmm. point
1: five. That's so, kind of what I was talking about. You know, yep. for me, that's you know why I, exactly. that's why I didn't want to wait till seventy. Exactly, I didn't want to because who knows if sure. I'm going to that long you're that you're gonna be here when you're 80 what are you talking about <laughs> yeah, yeah this is man mm-hmm. oh man
2: but it does it gives you a little bit more money um and and that's that's why people do it they but you know just the funny thing
1: is I'm I'm not gonna say I want to backtrack or that I regret yeah but now that I've turned 70 sure. Be nice to have a raise. I, yeah, I kind of <laughs> wish now I had waited uh, yeah. uh, until I was yeah. 70. But because I, like I said, you yeah. know, 80, 83, who knows yeah. I'm going to make it that long.
2: Well, and I yeah. think that a bigger thing here is that it's, you know, it's so it comes down to. You know what kind of income you're going to have in retirement. If yeah. if you and your wife are going to have, or if me and my wife are going to have a smaller retirement income, if we're just going to be relying, let's say, on our Social Security, mm-hmm. then the more we can get in Social Security, the better. It, and it becomes essential, especially after one of us passes away, mm-hmm. because if I pass away first, then my wife she can only take what I what I was taking. Yeah. So if if I take early, then I've completely cut her off from the the rest of the income that she could have be been getting. Thing. and you know sometimes that's just not very much so let's uh, what well, you mentioned spouses yeah. let's
1: let's talk about that because there's some certain rules yep. uh, about social security yep. about uh, spouses yep. right so spouses they can start taking from each other's social security benefits uh, benefits when they could
2: start taking their own so mm-hmm. you can start taking from when you're 62 but when you start taking it's going to determine basically how much you're going to get so yeah. Uh, what you'll get is you'll get about half mm-hmm. of, of the benefit. Uh, if your spouse takes before their full retirement age, the benefit will re- be reduced uh, unless, so if, if my wife wants to take from mine when she's 62, her benefit is going to be reduced mm-hmm. unless she's been taking care of a qualified disabled child. So you have to be careful even if you're a spouse taking.
1: I would assume that um, maybe a financial planner uh, to to help them figure out what to do. Absolutely. I think that's a
2: great idea. I think that really sitting down with somebody, and it's not so much you know how much you're going to be getting, but what you're going to want is you're going to want somebody to really just give you a full uh, what I call financial dashboard. Mm -hmm. What they do is they sit down with you. They look at what your income is. They look at what your expenses are. They look at uh, kind of what your goals are for how much you're going to be leaving your kids and all that kind of stuff, and they say, okay. Um, you either, you know, this is how much you need to make in retirement in order to cover all your bills, uh, or this is how long you have to work until you can retire in order to make the ends meet. Um, but they can tell you, this is exactly how much you have to have in social security to make ends meet. And so mm-hmm. maybe it's not, 62 maybe it's not 65 maybe it's 68 right mm-hmm. but they'll let you know exactly what that number is mm-hmm. you just have to know the right questions to get in there and ask them in order to kind of get that information from them and so I think that that's actually a great way to go about doing it but you know honestly absent any kind of information to the other otherwise so if we're just talking about you know getting these in a vacuum mm-hmm. my recommendation to folks is going to be to wait as long as they can okay because yeah. uh, they'll have more money absolutely makes sense yep
1: um, if you got a question about Social Security or anything like that, you can certainly call Phil's office 360 746 7169. What up next? Oh, this is a good one. We're going to talk about what happens if a probate takes too long. Ouch. Whew. That's coming up next on uh, the Aging Hour here on KGMI.
3: Any and all information provided by this radio program is for general information and entertainment purposes and is not intended to give legal advice. Listening or interacting with this radio program does not create an attorney-client relationship, and any information sent to this radio program may not be constituted as attorney-client privilege. It is important that you seek counsel and discuss your case with a competent attorney. Review your local state bar for information on each attorney you hire.
4: Are you a woman worried about your aging parents? More than 75% of family caregivers in the US are women. And unfortunately, most of these women end up having to leave their careers to take care of their aging parents. But this doesn't have to be you. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will guide your parents through creating an estate and retirement plan that will take you from caregiver to care manager. That means you won't be the one helping your parents bathe or get dressed. Instead, you'll manage the care who come to help your parents with their daily life so you can ensure your parents' well-being without having to sacrifice your career. Don't let a lack of planning steal your hard-earned future. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you'll be by your parents' side without putting your life to the side. Don't wait until it's too late. Learn how a plan from Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can help your parents and help you. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com.
3: Isn't it finally time to get your affairs in order? You've been putting it off and putting it off, but did you know more than 70% of retirement plans fail when families need them most? Don't let your family be one of the 70%. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will show you how to give yourself the best possible chance at a dignified retirement and the best possible chance for peace of mind for your whole family. That means no running out of money from uncovered long-term care costs or extravagant death taxes. No being forced out of your home against your wishes and never becoming a burden on your loved ones. Don't let a lack of planning spoil your retirement or your family's future. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you won't have to worry about being one of the 70% that fail. Let the folks at Safe Harbor Legal Solutions show you how to set your family up for success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com.
4: How confident are you in your estate plan? Confident enough to know you won't run out of money from uncovered long-term care costs? Confident enough to know you won't be forced out of your home against your wishes? Confident enough to know you'll never become a burden on your loved ones? If you aren't 100% confident in your estate plan, it's not the plan for you. Don't risk it, and don't wait until it's too late. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will make sure you can lead a dignified retirement and offer your family peace of mind. So you'll never have to worry about exorbitant expenses, being forced from your home, or becoming a burden. And if you don't have an estate plan yet, the attorneys at Safe Harbor Legal Solutions are there to guide you. Put your plan in place today so you can prepare yourself and your family for the future, no matter what it holds. Safe Harbor Legal will show you exactly how to set your family up for success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com.
1: We're back on the Aging Hour, and it is all powered by our good friends at uh, Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. I'm Bill Davis, along with Phil George, uh, El- elder law attorney, for uh, the Aging Hour and for Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. If you would uh, like to be part of the show, we would love to uh, to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Radio Safe Harbor Legal.com, Radio Safe Harbor Legal.com. You can also call uh, Phil's office 360 360- 746-7169. If you got a question, a, a criticism, a topic, anything. Mm-hmm. Uh nothing's out of bounds here. That's right. You know, uh for us. Um you um you had a question yeah. that uh, you wanted to bring to the table here. Yeah. Uh it says here my mom passed away in 2019 she was in her 80s and she lived down in vancouver uh-huh. okay uh when she passed away she owned her own home she had a couple of rentals that um, she and her dad had purchased a lot of uh, many years ago now the mom mm-hmm. had a will mm-hmm. uh and she said oh, i'm looking at this this is kind of a long email I told it? you, yeah. yeah you did uh she named um my older brother as her executor okay it's been four years and they're st- oh, mm-hmm. this is they're still in probate. Four yep. years on top of that, we're not getting any communication from my brother. So they don't know what's going on. Uh, this person used to have a better relationship with uh, her older brother, but now, well, he's acting uh, like he's better than the rest of us. And now her sister, they can't. St- Boy, they're getting real personal mm-hmm. in this one. They they mm-hmm. can't stand this guy, and yep. we're starting to wonder if he's just lining his own pockets. for four freaking years exactly. in probate. Exactly. Um, okay, Man, where do we start to unpack this?
2: <laughs> this is just a crummy situation, right? Yeah. You know, I'd be willing to bet you that when mom made her will... I bet there's mom some underlying together, issues here. What do you think? Oh, yeah. yeah. But what, there's when she put this thing together, this was the furthest thing from her mind, right? Yeah. This uh, That this thing would be in probate for four years and all of a sudden the kids are going to start fighting that now they're kind of accusing each other of, of uh, you know, taking money and lining their own pockets and all that kind of stuff, you know, Mm. Um, you know, so basically this is one of those things where it's, it's really, really tough, you know? So just as a, as some definition here, a beneficiary is a person who, who receives assets from a will, right? Mm -hmm. They benefit from assets in the will. Now. This, so this this gal that this, this sent this email she mm-hmm. she's a beneficiary. Okay. Now for the most part, now this is kind of hard here. For the most part, a court's going to presume that the executor, her brother, is actually doing the, his job unless the court gets some kind of notice to the contrary.
1: Wait so, wait 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 flag uh-huh. on the play. Sure. Flag that that uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. That that so. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure. I like I like the circumstances I'm hearing. <laughs> what What exactly you mean by sure. by that about get you know getting a notice to the contrary? Absolutely. So so you you know we've just we've talked
2: about this before. Probate it's a court procedure. You okay. basically yeah. part of that procedure is the executor, the brother in this case, going out and hiring an attorney. The attorney then has to give notice to all the different siblings. They have to say, "Okay, the probate's mm-hmm. opening," and what that does is it gives all those other siblings a chance to 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 come to court and and speak their piece. And so every time something happens and something moves along, um, they get notice and they yeah. get their opportunity to come forward. If if they don't come forward, then a, the court in these in these probate procedures is more like a an overseer, if you will, Mm -hmm. as long as nobody's coming forward, as long as nobody's making any kind of objections, as long as as they're not receiving any kind of grief from the notice or anything like that, then a lot of times the court's just going to presume, hey, you know, everything must be hunky-dory. That family must be just fine. So the court's the courts not going to do a whole lot there. So the best thing, the opportunity for the beneficiary here, the gal who wrote this email, is to come forward and make some kind of claim. Make okay. some kind
1: of claim, raise some kind of objection yeah. in the court. Yeah. So the court's just kind of sitting back. Right. So unless we hear something exactly. you know you. We're, we're not, uh, they you wait know, we're for not you. doing anything. Okay. So mm-hmm. let's say um, this beneficiary misses this opportunity. Right. They don't raise the claim or the objection sure. or any of that kind of stuff. What happens then? So uh, what uh,
2: will happen a lot of times is like this this sister here, the one who wrote the email, she'll try to reach out and she'll call the attorney that's running the the probate and all that kind of stuff and mm-hmm. and <clears throat> you have to understand that the the attorney works for the executor in this case. Right. So the attorney doesn't have to answer your question if you're the beneficiary. They don't have to give you information. They don't have to do anything like that. That attorney works for the brother. So if if you're thinking that you can, you can do that, that you can reach out to the attorney and that they're gonna give you all of this different kind of information, that you're wrong. They don't mm-hmm. owe you any kind of duty um, or anything like that. So there's a couple of things you can do. You can try to
1: reach out and talk to the brother Or you can try to hire your own attorney. Hmm. So Uh, just uh, working it out with the brother might work out better. Sure, but then again, if it doesn't. Yeah. you got you to drag them into court, yeah. right? Okay, so what would you uh, suggest for
2: these people? So my suggestion is that it doesn't really sound like they have any concrete evidence, right? It just sounds like yeah. they're upset that this thing is, lasts for four years. Yeah. And it shouldn't have lasted well, for I was four years.
1: say how, You've told me before, probate uh, six months, eight uh, it, months a at, year? At least it, yeah. It'll take at least six months, yeah. um, but they do go years sometimes. Okay. Right. And they'll go
2: years, so it depends on where the other property is located. Maybe mm-hmm. the other property is located—I mean, Vancouver's right there next to Portland. So maybe the rental properties Exactly right. Maybe there's that. Um, Maybe there were tax issues. Um, Maybe the attorney that's doing it just doesn't really know a whole lot about probates. And Mm -hmm. so it's taking a little bit longer. There could be all sorts of of legitimate reasons, but it stinks because what it does is it eats up the inheritance for everybody else. It erodes the relationship, right? Everybody thinks that the brother's up to no good and Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. My my recommendation initially is going to say um, you know reach out uh, talk to the brother um, try to bring the family together in some kind of family meeting and just say hey you know we, we'd like more information on this mm-hmm. what's going on you know it just tell us we just uh, yeah, want to know. The
1: thing is, I've known people who have been executors, uh, yeah. you know, of, of estates and wills and yeah. things like that, and it, it's. Um, it's not something I'd want to do. Uh, no. It, it's, a, it's a total thankless Absolute, job, isn't absolutely. it? Absolutely. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. And, you know, it is. And maybe he's just stressed, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe, you know, just trying to see things from his point of view will help. But but I think trying to resolve it that way is is best, your best first option. Mm-hmm. And you know what? If that doesn't work, if you think that something is really going wrong with it, mm-hmm. and believe me, you have to think something is really going wrong. Or But you can hire your own attorney to kind of, you know, dig into this, too, and see what's going on and represent you in court and all that kind of stuff
1: but i uh you know i can't speak for the mom but i would think this would be the last thing she would have wanted
2: i can't even imagine can you imagine going to the 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 Just the whole hassle, Mm -hmm. you set up this estate plan and now all of a sudden, everything's gone to heck in a handbasket. Your kids are fighting. They think that they're stealing. The probate's taken four years and who knows how many thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, what do you get for all of that? And I'm sure that the mom absolutely thought that none of that was going to happen. I'd be willing to bet that when the mom set this up, she didn't think her kids were going to have to go through probate. Most people don't.
1: Well, you've said it on the show before. I have one word for them. Yeah. A trust. Absolutely. Absolutely. Don't put your family through this process. Just
2: put them in a position where if something happens, they can work together. They can distribute the assets as a family, make everybody part of the planning process so that everybody knows what's going on. There are ways to avoid these messes, people, but you have to do it ahead of time or you get this situation. So... Unfortunately, for this particular person, um, again, try to work it out with your brother. If you can't, uh, reach out, talk to an attorney, um, see if there's something they can do there. But, man, that's a tough situation. Um, It is the
1: Aging Hour here on KGMI. What do we got coming up next? So next, uh, we're going to talk about how to help pay for rehab. Okay, we'll do that next. Uh, Yeah, Like I said, the Aging Hour uh, segment numero three coming up here in just a moment on KGMI.
3: Did you know that if you have a will, your spouse will probably have to take your estate through probate after you die? That's right. A will is designed to take your estate through probate. That means your spouse will be responsible for paying your final tab after you pass. Probates are usually a minimum of $5,000 and take at least six months to complete. But we've all heard those horror stories about probates that cost way more and take way longer than that. If you want to learn how to avoid one of these fiascos when you or your spouse passes then reach out to Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will guide you through a plan that reduces the risk of financial burden on the loved one you leave behind. Don't set your spouse up for failure. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you can keep your spouse from having to go through probate after you pass. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions show you how to set your family up for future success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit
4: safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. What's the single biggest financial threat to a successful retirement? Uncovered long-term care costs. The average cost of care in a nursing home in Washington state is $10,000 per month. Even a good-sized estate can quickly run out of money with those kinds of costs. You need care, but you don't want to leave a bill behind for your family. So what if there was another way? What if you could transfer onto governmental benefits so your spouse wouldn't have to spend down all their money? What if you could give your family all the tools they need to get you out of a rehab facility and recovering in your own home? What if you knew you would never become a burden on your loved ones? All of this is possible with a plan from Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Don't let a lack of planning steal your retirement or your loved one's future. Learn how a plan from Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can give you a dignified retirement and give your family peace of mind. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. Are you a woman worried about your aging parents? More than 75% of family caregivers in the U.S. are women. And unfortunately, most of these women end up having to leave their careers to take care of their aging parents. But this doesn't have to be you. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will guide your parents through creating an estate and retirement plan that will take you from caregiver to care manager. That means you won't be the one helping your parents bathe or get dressed. Instead, you'll manage the care who come to help your parents with their daily life so you can ensure your parents' well-being without having to sacrifice your career. Don't let a lack of planning steal your hard-earned future. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you'll be by your parents' side without putting your life to the side. Don't wait until it's too late. Learn how a plan from Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can help your parents and help you. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com.
0: The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. A properly operating furnace will guarantee that you stay comfortable as the seasons change. Contact West Mechanical Heating, Air Conditioning, and Electric for a system inspection today at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com.
1: We're back on the aging hour and it is all powered by our good friends at uh, safe harbor legal solutions I'm Bill Davis along with Phil Georgia uh, El- elder law attorney for uh, the aging hour and for safe harbor legal solutions if you would uh, like to be part of the show we would love to uh, to hear from you mm-hmm. yeah uh, radio safe harbor legal.com, radio safe harbor legalcom you can also call uh, Phil's office 360 360- Seven four six seventy one sixty nine. If you got a question, a, a criticism, a topic, anything, mm-hmm. uh, nothing's out of bounds here. That's right. You know, uh, for us, um, you um, you had a question yeah. that uh, you wanted to bring to the table here. Yeah. Uh, it says here, my mom passed away in 2019 she was in her 80s and she lived down in vancouver uh-huh. okay uh when she passed away she owned her own home she had a couple of rentals that um, she and her dad had purchased a lot of uh, many years ago now the mom mm-hmm. had a will mm-hmm. uh and she said oh, i'm looking at this this is kind of a long email isn't I told it? Yeah, you, yeah. yeah you did uh she named um my older brother as her executor okay it's been four years and they're st- oh mm-hmm. this is they're still in probate four yep. years on top of that we're not getting any communication from my brother so they don't know what's going on uh, this person used to have a better relationship with uh, her older brother but now well he's acting uh, like he's better than the rest of us and now her sister they can't st- boy they're getting real personal mm-hmm. in this one they they mm-hmm. can't stand this guy and yep. we're starting to wonder if he's just lining his own pockets for Four freaking years exactly. in probate. Exactly. Um, okay, man, where do we start to unpack this? <laughs> this
2: is just a crummy situation, right? Yeah. You know, I'd be willing to bet you that when mom made her will. I bet there's mom some underlying together, issues here. What do you think? Oh, yeah. yeah. But what, there's when she put this thing together, this was the furthest thing from her mind, right? Yeah. This uh, That this thing would be in probate for four years, that all of a sudden the kids are going to start fighting, that now they're kind of accusing each other of, of uh, you know, taking money, Money and lining their own pockets and all that kind of stuff, you know, mm. um, you know. So basically, this is one of those things where it's it's really really tough, you know. So just as a as some definition here, okay. a beneficiary is a person who who receives assets from a will, right? They mm-hmm. benefit from assets in the will. Now. This, so this this gal that this, this sent this email, she mm-hmm. she's a beneficiary. Okay. Now, for the most part, now this is kind of hard here. For the most part, a court's going to presume that the executor, her brother, is actually doing the, his job, unless the court gets some kind of notice to the contrary.
1: Wait so, minute, wait 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 wait. Flag yeah. on the play. Sure. Flag that that uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. That that so. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure. I like I like the circumstances I'm hearing. <laughs> what What exactly you mean by sure. by that about get you know getting a notice to the contrary? Absolutely. Okay. So so you you know we've just we've talked about this before. Probate it's a
2: court procedure. You okay. basically yeah. part of that procedure is the executor, the brother in this case, going out and hiring an attorney. The attorney then has to give notice to all the different siblings. They have to say, "Okay, the probate's mm-hmm. opening," and what that does is it gives all those other siblings a chance to 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 come to court and and speak their piece. And so every time something happens and something moves along, um, they get notice and they yeah. get their opportunity to come forward. If if they don't come forward, then a, the court in these in these probate procedures is more like a an overseer, if you will, Mm -hmm. as long as nobody's coming forward, as long as nobody's making any kind of objections, as long as as they're not receiving any kind of grief from the notice or anything like that, then a lot of times the court's just going to presume, hey, you know, everything must be hunky-dory. That family must be just fine. So the court's the court's not going to do a whole lot there. So the best thing, the opportunity for the beneficiary here, the guy who wrote this email, is to come forward and make some kind of claim. Okay. Make some kind of claim, raise some
1: kind of objection yeah. in the court. Yeah. So the court's just kind of sitting back. Right. Saying, unless we hear something. Exactly. You know, we're, we're not, uh, they you wait know, for we're not you. doing anything. Okay. So mm-hmm. let's say um, this beneficiary misses this opportunity. Right. They don't, they don't raise the claim or the objection sure. or any of that kind of stuff. What happens then? So what will happen a lot of times is
2: like the this, this sister here, the one who wrote the email, she'll try to reach out and she'll call the attorney that's running the the probate and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And and <clears throat> you have to understand that the, the attorney works for the executor in this case, right? Yeah. So the attorney doesn't have to answer your question if you're the beneficiary. They don't have to give you information. They don't have to do anything like that. That attorney works for the brother. So, if if you're thinking that you can you can do that, that you can reach out to the attorney and that they're going to give you all of this different kind of information, that you're wrong. They don't mm. owe you any kind of duty um, or anything like that. So there's a couple of things you can do. You can try to reach out and talk to
1: the brother, or you can try to hire your own attorney. Mm. So. Uh, just Working it out with the brother might work out better, but then again, if it doesn't, yeah. you gotta, you got to drag them into court, yeah. right? Okay, so what would you uh, suggest for these people? So my
2: suggestion is that it doesn't really sound like they have any concrete evidence, right? It just sounds like yeah. they're upset that
1: this thing is, lasts for four years. Yeah. And it shouldn't have lasted well, for I was four years. Say, how, you've told me before, probate uh, six months, eight uh, it, months a year? At least it, it'll yeah. take at least
2: six months. Yeah. Um, but they do go years sometimes. Okay. Right. And they'll go years, so it depends on where the other property is located. Maybe mm-hmm. the other property is located—I mean, Vancouver's right there next to Portland. So maybe the rental properties exactly right. Maybe there's that. Um, Maybe there were tax issues. Um, Maybe the attorney that's doing it just doesn't really know a whole lot about probates. And Mm -hmm. so it's taking a little bit longer. There could be all sorts of of legitimate reasons, but it stinks because what it does is it eats up the inheritance for everybody else. It erodes the relationship, right? Everybody thinks that the brother's up to no good Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. My my recommendation initially is going to say um, you know reach out uh, talk to the brother um, try to bring the family together in some kind of family meeting and just say hey you know we, we'd like more information on this mm-hmm. what's going on you know it just tell us we just uh, yeah, want to know. Thing
1: is, I've known people who have been executors, uh, yeah. you know, of, of estates and wills and yeah. things like that, and it, it's. Um, it's not something I'd want to do. Uh, no. it, it's a, it's a total thankless Absolute, job. is it? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, it is, and
2: maybe he's just stressed, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe, you know, just trying to see things from his point of view will help. But, but I think trying to resolve it that way is, is best, your best first option. Mm-hmm. And you know what, if that doesn't work, if you think that something is really going wrong with it mm-hmm. and believe me, you have to think something is really going wrong or, but you can hire your own attorney to kind of, you know, dig into this too and see what's going on and represent you in court and all that kind of stuff
1: but i uh you know i can't speak for the mom but i would think this would be the last thing she would have wanted i can't
2: even imagine
1: can you imagine going to the 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 Just the whole hassle, Mm -hmm. you
2: set up this estate plan and now all of a sudden, everything's gone to heck in a handbasket. Your kids are fighting. They think that they're stealing. The probate's taken four years and who knows how many thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, what do you get for all of that? And I'm sure that the mom absolutely thought that none of that was going to happen. I'd be willing to bet that when the mom set this up, she didn't think her kids were going to have to go through probate. Most people don't. Well,
1: you've said it on the
2: show before. I have one word for them. Yeah. A trust. Absolutely. Absolutely. Don't put your family through this process. Just put them in a position where if something happens, they can work together. They can distribute the assets as a family, make everybody part of the planning process so that everybody knows what's going on. There are ways to avoid these messes, people, but you have to do it ahead of time or you get this situation. So... Unfortunately, for this particular person, um, again, try to work it out with your brother if you can. If you can't, uh, reach out, talk to an attorney, um, see if there's something they can do there. But man, that's a tough situation. Um, It is the Aging Hour here on
1: KGMI. What do we got coming up next? So next, uh, we're going to talk about how to help pay for rehab. Okay, we'll Mm -hmm. do that next. Uh, Yeah, Like I said, the Aging Hour uh, segment numero three coming up here in just a moment on KGMI
3: isn't it finally time to get your affairs in order you've been putting it off and putting it off but did you know more than 70 percent of retirement plans fail when families need the most don't let your family be one of the 70 percent let safe harbor legal solutions help safe harbor legal solutions will show you how to give yourself the best possible chance at a dignified retirement and the best possible chance for peace of mind for your whole family that means no running out of money from uncovered long-term care costs or extravagant death taxes No being forced out of your home against your wishes. And never becoming a burden on your loved ones. Don't let a lack of planning spoil your retirement or your family's future. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you won't have to worry about being one of the 70% that fail. Let the folks at Safe Harbor Legal Solutions show you how to set your family up for success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com.
4: How confident are you in your estate plan? Confident enough to know you won't run out of money from uncovered long-term care costs? Confident enough to know you won't be forced out of your home against your wishes? Confident enough to know you'll never become a burden on your loved ones? If you aren't 100% confident in your estate plan, it's not the plan for you. Don't risk it and don't wait until it's too late. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will make sure you can lead a dignified retirement and offer your family peace of mind. So you'll never have to worry about exorbitant expenses, being forced from your home, or becoming a burden. And if you don't have an estate plan yet, the attorneys at Safe Harbor Legal Solutions are there to guide you. Put your plan in place today so you can prepare yourself and your family for the future, no matter what it holds. Safe Harbor Legal will show you exactly how to set your family up for success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com.
3: Did you know that if you have a will, your spouse will probably have to take your estate through probate after you die? That's right, a will is designed to take your estate through probate. That means your spouse will be responsible for paying your final tab after you pass. Probates are usually a minimum of $5,000 and take at least six months to complete. But we've all heard those horror stories about probates that cost way more and take way longer than that. If you wanna learn how to avoid one of these fiascos when you or your spouse passes, then reach out to Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will guide you through a plan that reduces the risk of financial burden on the loved one you leave behind. Don't set your spouse up for failure. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you can keep your spouse from having to go through probate after you pass. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions show you how to set your family up for future success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com.
1: We are back for uh, the big wrap-up here on The Aging Hour, powered by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. I'm Bill Davis, uh, here with uh, my good friend, uh, elder law attorney Phil George. um, In the future, anytime Mm -hmm. you want to uh, be part of the show, radio at safeharborlegal.com. It's that easy. Send an email to Phil at radio at safeharborlegal.com. You can also uh, call him, 360-746-7169. You had a lot of good stuff, Uh, a lot lot of of good good information today. today. Tell us what we So we talked about when you should take Social Security. So we
2: talked about if you take it at 62, uh, you'll get 30% less. If you take it at 67, which is the full retirement age for those born after 1960, you'll get your full amount. And if you take it at 70, you'll get about 30% more than your full amount. Mm -hmm. Um, And so really it comes down to how much you're going to need this income in retirement. Um, Think about your spouse, too. If you are the primary breadwinner and you take yours early, then you're going to be permanent. Permanently reducing how much your spouse can take in spousal benefits. So, mm-hmm.
1: I re- I think I remember on on the the wrap up of that segment. Yeah, uh, and and everybody has you know different situations and, sure. and, and parameters and uh, metrics in their lives uh, that you you basically wanted people to wait as as long as they. Possibly, That's my recommendation. It, it made financially uh, financial good sense. For people them. are living longer and longer and longer,
2: and unless yeah. you're the kind of person who is going to just take take the entire check and invest it and you're good in investing, you're probably better off just waiting as long as you can um, and then just getting more later on in income. Well,
1: I, I was of the generation that you could take it at 66. Mm-hmm. Now, Lisa, you know, uh, she was born after 1960, mm-hmm. so she's in the 67 mm-hmm. category. And and I probably, you know, backtracking and looking, yeah. you know, I, I know you can only look forward. Yeah. I took it at 66 yeah. uh, because I thought I'd be leaving too much on the table sure. as far as how ha- I'd have to be like 80, 83, something like that yeah. d- before I could make all that even. Yeah. And you know, now looking back, okay, well, I'm in good health. Yeah. I've just turned 70. Absolutely. I probably should have waited yeah. until I was 70. Absolutely. I, don't, I don't regret it right. You know because we've used that money to invest Absolutely. things like that. But Absolutely. yeah, uh, I probably nah, yeah, I, I don't you- regret it. I just... I, I'm glad I did it, yeah. but at the same time, you know, yeah. here I am. I'm I'm healthy at 70, so I probably should have. Y- you're exactly right, yeah. and like we were joking about in an earlier segment, you're probably
2: going to be here when you're 120, right? Yeah. I mean, this is, and so you can set yourself up, especially if these incomes, if the income is everything to you, mm-hmm. you know,
1: then you're going to want as much as you possibly can. We also talked about uh, probate. Yeah, bad probate. Oh man, that's bad probate. Listen, I think. Uh, I I'm I don't want to say all probate is bad, sure. but all probate is bad. <laughs> I, I'm not a fan of probate. I uh, because uh, we had uh, a question about what what was this going on? Like four years, four for this years, family in probate, and they're yeah. fighting, and they Absolutely. don't have brother, brothers, brothers dealing, yep. and and it yep. should not have gone on this long. It I think really, you have told really me it goes shouldn't. six months. It can go. It can go for years. Yeah, uh, thousands but, uh, and thousands yeah. of dollars. Yeah, basically, you were having some ideas of, <laughs> yeah. of basically how to get around. So, I mean, once yeah. you're in that position, you're
2: really – you're you're stuck. There, there's not a whole lot you can do. I mean, the, the planning that you want to do is ahead of time so your family doesn't have to do anything to that – can, or can do something about it. But – if you're in that position, what you're going to want to do as the beneficiary, the person receiving money, one of the siblings of the brother, is to pay attention. When you receive those notices from the attorneys, mm-hmm. you're going to want to see when they say those court appearances are going to be so that you can go in and you can speak your piece. So that you can say, okay, something – I'm not getting information or I need to get this. Barring that, if mm-hmm. that if that is already passed – Um, Don't bother reaching out and contacting the attorney because remember the attorney works for the executor. So you're going to want to either reach out to the family member who's the executor and try to make peace with them and figure out what's going on or hire your own attorney. But I got to tell you, it is really an uphill battle. And so hiring your own attorney, if you're the beneficiary, should probably be the option of last resort for you because it's going to be expensive Mm -hmm. and, you know, it's the odds of it changing anything. Going to
1: cause goodwill either. Exactly,
2: it's not. And the odds of it changing anything, or you know, increasing the amount of money you're going to get, or speeding up the probate, are are minuscule. It's Mm -hmm. probably going to make the probate longer, if anything. So better to work it out with the family members if at all possible. Better, um, just getting your affairs in order
1: and avoiding the probate in the first place. Mm -hmm. Don't put your family through this. Yeah. Uh, We had a question about um, how. uh, this person wanted to see how they could help their dad pay for his uh, his rehab yeah. at the rehab facility, and yeah. he had some ideas on that. Well, this
2: is one where, yeah, dad had a stroke, and dad is also one of those guys who uh, doesn't like legal documents. Doesn't so trust lawyers. Doesn't yep. trust lawyers. Yep. And believe me, I you know sometimes I don't trust myself. So <laughs> this is – but, you know, so the rehab facility, you want to make sure when you go to the hospital that you're – you, Medicare will be set up to pay for up to the first 100 days of rehab. And so to do that, you have to be in an admitted status. You have to be there for two midnights. And if you accomplish that, then Medicare will pay for up to the first 100 days of long-term care in the rehab facility. And then after that, you're on to Medicaid or VA. Mm-hmm. The problem here with dad is that because he didn't like legal documents, now he's put his family in a position where, Not only, it looks like, did they kind of not get uh, the Medicare status correct, but um, now, man, they're going to have a heck of a time getting on a Medicaid or VA because, you know, he has to gift assets out of his name to do that. And so that means that they're probably going to have to get a guardianship over him or a conservatorship Mm -hmm. over him. And that's, again, thousands of dollars and months in court and all that kind of good stuff. And the whole time, your family's paying $15,000 a month to keep you in the rehab facility all because you don't like lawyers or, or legal documents. Mm. So again, moral of the story uh, for these these last two segments here, mm-hmm. um, take care of your business, folks, right? You, you're not doing the legal documents for yourself. You're doing them for your family. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I know that uh, you're a big fan of yeah. um, the educational seminars yes. that uh, you've been invited out uh, to uh, certain groups. Uh, yes. D- you tell you uh, uh, like Knights of Columbus yeah. uh, has had you out, and yep. um, the there's Bellingham other groups. Uh, are, you, are you available to, uh, absolutely. to go? Absolutely. Basically, the Phil George tour. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Yeah. Believe me, if you'd like me to bring this dog and pony show to your neck of the woods, <laughs> um, I'd, I'd love to. And so if, if you've got a, a group of people that you think would benefit from from learning more about estate planning, how to think about it, how to do it uh, in a way that will set you up for success. Really just those things that you need to be considering. Um, You know, unfortunately... More than 70% of, of families fail in retirement because of the way that their their estate plans are set up. So mm-hmm. if you, if, like I said, if you're part of a group, whether it's a, a labor union or a church group or a, a fraternal order or a book club or a garden club or something like that, and and you think that this message would be well received by your members? Give us a call three six zero seven four six seven one six nine and I'm happy to talk to you about that and maybe set something up where I'd come out
1: and speak to your group. And uh, Phil is uh, currently auditioning for opening acts and ah, has a heck of a light show exactly uh, during uh, during the show pyrotechnics. As well. <laughs> It's funny how uh, the the myriad of subjects uh, that you cover it just mm. absolutely astounds me uh, that uh, that you can uh, talk about things like social security benefits, Medicare. Uh, just absolutely it, anything about aging
2: everything that has to do with aging yeah. whether it's Medicare or Medicaid or Social Security benefits or long-term
1: care absolutely yeah.
2: aging parents probate mm-hmm. housing issues anything that has to do with aging folks it's on the table here and we're happy to talk about it
1: all right so if you want to uh, send uh, Phil an email for an upcoming show or a question uh, radio safe harbor legal.com once again say uh, radio at safe harbor legal.com and I really yeah.
2: want to thank you for joining us today and don't forget to join us every Saturday at 1am or 1pm I should say. 1am we're not 1 here. 1am? 1pm. <laughs> tell your friends, tell your family, uh, have folks listen in because you know what we're trying to do here is really make this whole retirement process easier for folks, easier for their families. We're trying to help set you up for success so so that you're not one of those families that, that fail in retirement. You're not one of those cautionary tales that people mm-hmm. say, oh be careful that probate lasted for four years. So anyway you don't have to set your families up for the failure in your retirement folks listen to this show uh come and listen to me when we have these seminars let me show you how to set your family up for success
1: you know that puts a wrap on february yes it does we're done can you come back in march you know i will (laughs) phil george elder law attorney the aging hour powered by safe harbor legal solutions here on HMI.